Warning, the stories in this podcast often contain violent and disturbing events. Listener discretion is highly advised. Hello again, Nightmare Society. I've got some close call stories tonight where, thankfully, our contributors were saved from someone dangerous. But just barely. Thank you to our contributors, user Colette3R and user Hojoyset Revantulet for sharing their stories with us tonight. Another big thanks to our very lovely group over on patreon.com slash nightmare society. And I'd also like to welcome our newest members. Stephanie, Leanne, Leanne, Trinity, The Beth, Kimberly, Lindsay P, Chloe, Karina, Black Butterfly, Brooke B, Horatio, Sid Ghost, and Michelle E. Welcome to the Nightmare Society, guys, and thank you so much for the support. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. This happened to me last night. I live in Nantes, West France. I'm quite a petite girl, and I avoid confrontation whenever I can. I'm pretty good at it, since I can remember I had a very strong sixth sense kind of thing. I try to avoid people who make me anxious. It allowed me to survive some very dangerous situations and prevent one kidnapping, but that is not part of the story. Yesterday, I visited a very close friend of mine. A few days ago, she broke her leg, so I decided to cheer her up by giving her a few gifts. We were having so much fun, and it was so nice to see her that I didn't really notice when it got dark outside. Despite the late hour, I decided to go home. I said goodbye to my friend and left her apartment. I was about 40 minutes from home but I walked this distance many times without any problems, so I thought it would be the same this time. Oh, how wrong I was. Less than five minutes passed, and I just felt it was going to be hell. I was approaching one of the many bridges in our city. I didn't see anyone around. I thought my senses were playing a trick on me. This has happened before, so I kept going. The bridge was about 20 meters in front of me before I heard a conversation and a giggle. I turned my head slightly and saw three men walking towards me. I felt a cold sweat on my back, but I knew it was too late to turn back. I didn't want to show them that I was afraid. I know this type of behavior provokes more harassment, but I kept walking but I turned my music down. (laughs) I didn't take my headphones off because I didn't want them to know about my suspicions. I heard their footsteps behind me. 
They were saying something, but I didn't know what, because they were speaking in a different language. I was already on the bridge when they caught up with me. As I said, I am a petite girl. They were over 180 centimeters tall. They surrounded me. I had no choice but to go ahead. A shudder ran through my body. I didn't know what they wanted or what they were saying, but I felt that I was in danger. They kept talking to me. They leaned over me and whispered something into my ears, and they laughed. That sound will haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> At one point, they noticed I was doing my best to ignore them, and then the worst began. They started making animal noises. It may sound strange, and maybe even funny, but it was completely terrifying to me. They howled, growled, whistled, and kissed the air loudly. They did all of these things very close to my face. I was desperate, but where would I go? I was on the bridge. I would kill myself if I jumped into the water, or at least break both of my legs if I was lucky. Those two minutes across the bridge felt like an eternity for me. When we got to the end of the bridge, I was sweaty, close to tears. I thought I was going to throw up. I was shaking, which seemed to amuse them even more. And then a miracle happened. Someone called my name very loud. Nicolette, 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 Nicolette. I looked up and saw someone approaching us. He was a very tall man, several years older than me, but I didn't know him. I had no idea who he was or how he knew my name, but it didn't matter at all at the time. I felt that he was my guardian angel. He came over to us and was staring furiously at the three strangers. I didn't see their faces, but they all fell silent. What are you doing to my girlfriend? He asked, still frowning at them. He stretched out his hand in my direction, never taking his eyes off of them. Come on, sweetheart. I did not wait. I did not know who he was or why he was helping me, but I did not care. I gripped his hand tightly and almost nestled against his shoulder. My heart was beating fast and loud, but I was so thankful that he came to help me. The three strangers and my savior exchanged glances. They were silent. I was starting to panic that they would attack him because he was there alone, and I honestly think that I wouldn't have been any help to him if they had attacked. But it didn't happen. I almost heard their teeth grinding as they muttered something while we walked away. My savior held my hand tightly and watched them. They turned back and went back on the bridge. We stood in the same place for some time. He looked at me and smiled, and at that moment my body gave up. I started shaking uncontrollably and I almost drowned in my own tears. He didn't say a word. He just held my hand and gave me time to cool down. After a long moment, he offered to take me home. We walked slowly and talked about different things. Actually, he was talking the whole time, really. I was just nodding. 
I found out he was walking near the bridge and noticed the whole scene happening. He had been watching, and once he realized that his assumptions were correct as to what was happening, he decided to react. I asked him how he knew me, and how he knew my name. He looked surprised, and then smiled, and said he didn't know my name. He used that name because it's one of the most popular in our country. When we got home, I was still shaky, but very happy. I offered him something to drink. I don't live alone, so I wasn't worried about letting him in. But he kindly declined, and we said goodbye. I can't believe how lucky I was yesterday. If I hadn't met him, I don't know if I would be writing about it today. So, Luke, thank you. Thank you so much for saving me. I hope to meet you one day. As to these three strangers, I hope one day you will understand that your behavior is reprehensible and you will change your attitude to women who walk alone. And I hope to never ever meet you again. This happened when I was still a child, so some of the details are a little hazy, like my exact age when this happened. Not far from where I lived as a child, there's a place where one of the local rivers cascades over an old weir. A weir is a low dam built across a river to raise the level of the water upstream. Anyways, it's a really beautiful spot to bathe and swim during the summer. The water upstream from the weir is nice and calm. The river has a lot of fish and lots of pretty flowers on the riverbanks. And there's even a small kiosk and a place where you can rent paddle boats. If the weather is nice, there are usually a lot of people of all ages picnicking, sunbathing, swimming, fishing, and just hanging out. Families, couples, teenagers, seniors, Everybody likes to go there. When I was a kid, my mom would also take me there pretty often, and it was always a lot of fun. Usually, I wanted to play in the water for hours, and my mom would quickly retire to our picnic blanket and pick up a book. I could already swim fairly well by age six, but she still watched me closely when I was younger, so I would estimate that I was at least eight years old when this happened but no older than 11. It was a beautiful, warm summer day at the river. My mom was reading her book and let me explore the area and go swimming on my own. As was normal on days like these, there were a lot of people, and especially a lot of teenagers up at the crest of the weir where most people entered the water. I'm afraid I don't really remember the details of how it happened, but I sort of befriended one of the teenage girls there. She was there on her own, and since I was still really young, I thought she was so mature and cool. Basically just for being an older girl who was doing things on her own. No idea how old she really was, as everybody who is older than you at that age is just old. But looking back, I would guess between 14 and 16. She was really nice to me and seemed to enjoy hanging out with me. 
and I got to feel like I had an older sister for a while, which was really nice. We spent some time exploring the riverbanks, diving, watching fish, and chasing each other around. At one point, we ended up at a spot where the water was about chest high for my friend and neck high for me, close to a group of other teenage girls who were about the same age as my new friend. I noticed one of them seemed really reluctant to get into the water and complained that it was freezing. I was still a pretty loud-mouthed and brash child at the time, a far cry from how I am now, and also really proud of my clearly superior swimming skills. So I turned to my friend and said something pretty harmless about that girl being a wuss or something like that. I wasn't loud at all, but apparently she heard. Her head snapped up and she immediately jumped into the water and came at me shouting. What did you say? What did you say about me? I was immediately freaked out because her reaction was so sudden and she seemed so enraged in a way that was way disproportionate to what I had said. I opened my mouth to defend myself somehow and maybe de-escalate the situation. But before I even knew what was happening, she had grabbed me and pushed me underwater. I struggled for a moment and then she let me come up. I think I heard my friend protest in the background, but I was mostly concerned with this girl who had a death grip on both of my shoulders. She stared at me with a look that made me really uncomfortable, like she was fighting with herself or trying to control herself. What did you say to me? She screamed at me. Scared as I was, I resented how helpless I felt and that I was being humiliated in front of this cool girl I had befriended. So I resolved not to show any weakness. You know, this obnoxious thing some kids do when someone tells them off and they just start giggling and laughing, like they're laughing at you, because they don't want anyone to see that they feel bad. Well, I did that. I laughed right in her face, and right away she forced me underwater again and held me down for quite a moment longer than the first time. When she let me come up again, she screamed right in my face. You think this is funny? You like that? You want to laugh at me, you little bitch? I was coughing up water at this point and drooling all over myself, but I didn't know what else to do or say to make her stop, and the only thought I had left in my head was that I couldn't show any weakness. So I laughed at her again. And I may or may have not made another remark to the effect that unlike her, I didn't mind a little water. I'm not sure anymore. What I distinctly remember, and will remember forever, is her eyes at that moment. It's hard to describe, but the closest I can get is by telling you that something seemed to leave her eyes. Some spark, or whatever you want to call it, that normal, sane people have. It just flickered and went out. It suddenly looked like her eyes were just two pieces of hard painted glass stuck in her face and there was nothing behind them. I would have apologized and begged her just to leave me alone, but it was too late. She grabbed me by the throat and then by the hair and pushed me underwater again. I struggled as hard as I could, swirling up blood from the riverbed, grabbing at pebbles, but it didn't help. I thought, surely, surely she'll let me up at any moment, 
she just wants to scare me really bad. But I was running at a bear quickly, and her grip on my throat did not ease up even a little bit. I tried scratching her arm, but I was starting to lose any sense of where up or down was, or what I was grabbing at. When I opened my eyes, everything was just muddy brown and full of bubbles. I realized I was going to drown right here. I was actually being killed by this complete stranger while the sun was shining peacefully and we were surrounded by happy families and nobody realized what was happening. I'm grateful I don't remember fully what it felt like. When I try to think back to that moment, I just get this feeling of utter helplessness and loneliness. And then suddenly I was breathing air. I was completely disoriented coughing and puking up water, and there was a lot of shouting around me. My friend was holding me above water and shouting in the direction of the group of girls who were forcefully leading my attacker away while she was screaming at me and my friend, while her friends were screaming at her. Just a lot of noise in general, and I have no recollection of what anyone was saying. I was busy enjoying air again. After I had calmed down somewhat, my new friend apologized for stepping in so late, saying she and the other girls took a moment to process what was actually happening before they started to try and pull my attacker off of me. It took all of their efforts combined to get her to let me go. I was deeply, deeply shaken because I was entirely sure she had attempted to murder me then and there. I just knew from the look in her eyes. But still trying to save face for my friend, I tried to laugh it off. I did a lousy job, because I was shivering all over and my voice was trembling. I don't know if my friend had realized at any point how serious the situation actually was, or if she thought she was just stopping some bullying. But whatever she thought, she bought me an ice cream and rented us a paddle boat to cheer me up, and we watched some birds and I'm grateful to her for that. And you know, for saving my life. But to be really honest, my day was pretty much ruined. I never saw my attacker or the nice teenage girl again after that day. And I said nothing to my mom, because I was so embarrassed about what had happened to me. But that, and some other things that happened to me later, cost me most of the confident attitude I had as a child. And I'm a very shy and cautious person nowadays. So, girl who was willing to murder children over some harmless teasing, let's never meet again, please. Don't forget, if you would like to show your support for the Nightmare Society, you can do so by going over to patreon.com slash nightmare society and signing up for one of our multiple options of tiers. And remember, sharing is caring, so make sure to share us with your fellow friends and family who are like-minded. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time. Sweet breeze.